Let me tell you what the Spirit of God placed in me for you today. It's from 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and restore their land, heal their land. One more time. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, save the Lord, and I will heal their land. God hears, God forgives, and God heals. What if I tell you, in the name of Jesus, before this time is over today, that God will hear your prayers, God will forgive your sins, and God will begin to heal your land. That means your family, your home, your marriage, your calling, your finances, your health, even your physical land, meaning America, Spain, Italy, wherever you may be viewing from. God is the God who heals the land. The only one who can do this the right way, the pristine way, is God. And our God is a God who hears our prayers, who forgives our sins, and has the power to heal the land. But it begins with the following, my people, my people. Not just any people, but God's people. Not random occupiers of space and time, but God's people. Not tools of political expediency, but God's people. You and I are part of that my people group. People created in the image of God. People conceived with a sacred purpose. My people. We are God's people. From the old covenant to the new covenant, through the grace-filled work of Jesus, we are God's people. The people delivered from Egyptian slavery, my people. The people that survived the desert 40 years, my people. The people that crossed over the Red Sea and the Jordan into the promised land, my people. The people that brought down the walls of Jericho with a shout, my people. The people that survived Babylonian captivity and had the audacity to rebuild the temple. My people. The people that would not bow to the statue of a false god, but even in the midst of a fiery furnace would say, my God is able. My people. People, people, people that would have dreams and visions. People in the new covenant. This second Chronicles 7.14 is in the Old Testament. But man, when Jesus died on the cross, resurrected, ascended and sent the Holy Spirit. The followers of Christ were added to the my people category. The church now is likewise part of my people. We are God's people. We're not just anyone. We are God's people. Your number one defining nomenclature. You are part of God's People, people that are light of the world, people that are a city on a hill, people that are committed to the word, people that are salt and light, people of a spirit of generosity, people that are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We are God's people. We are God's children. We are his people. The number one item, the number one descriptor you need to know right now is that we fall under the category of God's people. And because you are God's people. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Because you are God's people, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Because you are God's people, if God before you, who can be against you? Because you are God's people, you are under the protective canopy of the shadow of his wing. You are not just any group of people. You are God's people.
It means you belong to God. You are God's righteous possession. Wait a second. Hear me carefully. If you're under God's righteous possession and you are God's people, do you really believe that a virus will be able to kill your destiny? Do you really believe that the things, pestilence and disease, even fear, anxiety and panic are more powerful than the fact that God's people are protected by a mighty God? And he says, who are called by my name. Oh boy, here it is. Who are called by my name. We're not only God's people, we carry his name. Your name defines you. Your name gives you access. Your name is not just any name. You are called by his name. And in a world full of nomenclatures, brands, descriptors, hashtags, and verbiage that divides us, there is still a name. I want Spain and Italy to know there is a name above coronavirus. I want America to know there is a name above every other name. There is a name to whom which every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. There is a name that is still a strong tower and the righteous run into it and there they are safe. Get this for a second. It is in that name that captives are set free. It is in that name that the loss is found. It is in that name that devils are rebuked and demons start fleeing it is in that name that jesus said if you lay hands in my name in my name you shall cast out devils and demons in my name you shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover listen carefully and i don't want to get strange about this i won't be biblical if i look at the coronavirus and i say in the name of apple nothing will happen if i say in the name of google in the name of facebook in the name of instagram in the name of whatever it may be, even in the name of the United States government, nothing will happen. But if I confront sickness, illness, disease, adversity, in the name of Jesus Christ, there is a biblical promise that in that name, all things are possible. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to worry about a thing. Be anxious for nothing because your family is under the protective canopy of the name of Jesus. Your children are under the name of Jesus. Your health is under the name of Jesus. Your finances under the name of Jesus. Your future and your present under the name of Jesus. Your destiny and your dream are under the name of Jesus. Let not your heart be troubled. It's you are God's people and you are under his name. You are under the protection of his name, the covering of his name, the anointing of his name, the power of his name, the access of that name. There is no other name like the name of Jesus. You believe that right now. Just say amen right there where you're at. Declare it. Just put down my family is under the name of Jesus. Mention your family members' names. Do it right now on the pages. Do it now. That's why we're interacting. Share right now. Tell me where you're from and tell me your family name and say my family's name. My family, the Smith family, is under the name of Jesus. The Sanchez family is under the name of Jesus. The Hudson family is under the name of Jesus. My people who are called by my name, Philippians 2, 9, 11, that name can save a nation. That name can push back coronavirus. That name could annihilate fear and activate faith. That name, that name could actually turn things around that you walk out blessed, not just surviving, but thriving out of this crisis. That name, the name above every other name, the King of kings and Lord of lords. He will humble themselves and pray. So 
If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, while repentance precedes revival. Let me repeat that. Repentance precedes revival. Order precedes overflow. What if this time, and what if is not even a what if, what if if God is utilizing this time, as I referenced previously, to reset our lives, to make sure we are in perfect alignment with the word, the will, and the way of God? What if this is a time to do some inspection? What do I believe? How do I behave? My thinking, my actions, my interactions, my reactions. What if this is the moment where God is saying, reset? I've referenced this before. On my iPhone, if you, um, you want to do a hard reset, you have an option on one occasion, more than one, but on one specific occasion, I had some issues with my iPhone. The, the OS, the operating system that I downloaded on my Wi-Fi, seemed to have had more negative results than positive results. So then I called the Apple store and he told me, look, you have a choice. You can always do a hard reset. And when you do a hard reset, the screen goes blank, nothing happens, and it looks like your phone is off. But then you're going back to your default settings. What if this is a hard reset for your life? What if this time of this coronavirus is a time where the Holy Spirit and you are coming together in agreement and God is resetting your faith to the default settings that are outlined in what Jesus did at the cross subsequently through his resurrection? What if God is saying you and I are coming back together to our first love? What if this is a hard reset? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, I decree and declare that out of this, you're going to come out living a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life. I believe and come in agreement that out of this coronavirus crisis, your family will not only be filled with the Holy Spirit, you're about to go from glory to glory. Whatever I tell you that after this crisis, through, through it, but afterwards, you're going to shine like you've never shined before. Whatever I tell you that you're, you're about to emerge as a walking, living, breathing testimony in all aspects of your life, this is that time. Because you humble yourself, you pray, you turn from the old ways, the wicked ways, the broken ways, the hurting ways, the victim ways. You're not looking that way anymore. You're literally turning towards your future, your destiny, the love and the grace and the mercy of God. And if you do that, here's what God promises. I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and restore their land. Here's God's promise. God hears your prayers. He forgives your sins and he heals your land. I want you to hear me right now. If you come in agreement with what, what we just preached and decreed and declared, biblically substantiated, just say amen. Because God promises on the other part, the other part of the contract, I'm going to hear your prayers, all of your prayers about your finances, your health, your children, your marriage, your relationships. He will hear your prayers. He will forgive your sins and he will heal your land. I need you to get ready. Your land is about to be healed. Your family's about to be healed. Your body, your finances, your destiny, your dream, your calling. You're about to experience the healing work of Christ. This is your season for healing. Can you imagine God healing you in the midst of a pandemic? God will heal you in the midst of this pandemic. It's counterintuitive to some, is illogical to others, but the ways of God are foolishness for those that do not believe. Get ready. I am right now coming in agreement with you and your family that God is hearing your prayers as we speak. He is forgiving your sins 
and he is healing your land. Right there where you're at at home, this is our, this is our 12 o'clock service. He's usually very interactive with a live crowd here, an SRO crowd that lifts up the name of Jesus. So I'm not going to diminish what we usually do. Right there in your home, lift up your hand and repeat after me. My heavenly father is hearing my prayers right now. He has forgiven all of my sins. He is healing my land, my family, my home, my finances, my health, my destiny, my calling right now as I speak. Say that right now in the name of Jesus. Raise both hands. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, you are hearing my prayers. You are forgiving my sins. And you are healing my land. My entire land. And by the way, I'm speaking healing right now over Spain and Italy. I'm speaking healing right now over Europe. I speak the healing grace and virtue of Jesus right now over every single element, every single person impacted by this coronavirus pandemic and the subsequent developments. We speak the healing virtue of Christ. First Peter 2.24, by the stripes of Christ, we are healed. Receive that right now. If God is speaking to you this very moment, I want you to tell me. Tell me your name. Where are you from? What do you need from heaven? Or what is God telling you right now as we speak? We have people, Lori, the Wesley family, the Victor family, beautiful. The Huddleston family, love you. Listen carefully. This is the moment. I, I just sense the Holy Spirit just bringing people together. There are families. I just sense this word right now. There are families that were out of fellowship. They were not communicating with one another. There was a broken thread in the family. I just sense the Holy Spirit as I say. Throughout the course of this crisis, God is bringing families together that were divided prior to the virus. God is bringing families together. The spirit of unity the spirit of unity, the spirit that brings people together, families together, right now stands manifest throughout our land, throughout the world. People that are watching this program right now online, you're watching this live. The Holy Spirit is bringing your family together. He's bringing you together with the Heavenly Father. He's aligning things in your life, healing your land. Right now as I speak, there is healing in your mind. Depression, anxiety, fear, angst, consternation, flee by the authority of heaven. Your spirit right now is being made whole. Your soul that was broken is being mended by the hands of God's precious Holy Spirit. There is healing right now. Broken people break people, but healed people change the world. And God is healing you right now as I speak. He promises that if you turn, if you turn from the old way, from the old you, if you turn from darkness, if you turn from those actions, words, deeds, and thoughts that separated you from God, and all you have to do is turn towards God and he'll take care of the rest. Turn towards the blood. Turn towards mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Perfect love expels all fear. Turn towards Jesus. Look at Jesus right now. He'll take care of the rest. What about my past? He'll take care of it. What about that failed relationship? He'll take care of it. What about he'll take care of it? Just look at him. He says, turn towards me and I got you. Rest in me. Do it right now in the name of Jesus. How about this? If you say, Pastor Sam, I'm just praying for forgiveness right now. I want a fresh start. If this word is for you and you need a hard reset right now, I just want you to type the word on that Facebook Live page that right now you're viewing this streaming service from. I want you to put the word reset. Right now, go ahead. Just press right now, type reset. 
Just put reset, reset. God's forgiving you, your family. Right now as I speak, there's a reset in your family, in your destiny. You're no longer going to be on the wrong path. You'll be on the right path. Um, in Jesus' name, there is an anointing to reset your life as I speak. Second Chronicles 7, 14. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. Receive that right now by the authority of heaven in the name of Jesus. Come on, if that's you, tell me where you're from, who you are, your family name, where you're from, and tell me right now what you're asking heaven to show up. Let me see some things here. The Steed family, the North family, the Morse family, the Camacho family, the Perales family, all these families from different countries all around the world, tuning in, engage, Elizabeth, Lucy, God bless you. Um, right now, all the healing in the world, right now, in your lungs, right now, we command healing right now, and a protective hedge right now upon you and your circumstance and your family, in the name of Jesus, right now. Go ahead. I want to see your name, where you're from, your prayer request. We have people interacting and praying with you as we speak. Do it right now by the authority of heaven, in the name of Jesus. Before we wrap up, I want you to hear me carefully. Around the world today, around the world, I've come in agreement with prominent pastors, influential pastors from this nation. We have decided in a conference call a few days ago for all of our members, parishioners, attendees, adherents, all of our church family, we have a radical idea. It's called Unite 714. That's the hashtag I want you to use. Unite 714, based on 2 Chronicles 714. What if all the Christians in the world, or as many as possible, millions, would make this prayer together? Are you ready to pray with me? Right there where you're at, right there in front of your laptop, your phone, your den, your home, your living room, your kitchen, your bedroom, right there wherever you're at, I want you to pray this prayer. Literally, we have tens of thousands, if not millions of Christians, making this same prayer today. Pray with me in the name of Jesus out of 2 Chronicles 7.14. Heavenly Father, we are asking you for your glorious kingdom to come into our broken world. As COVID-19 produces uncertainty around the globe, may millions of people in every nation find healing, safety, security, and salvation as they turn to you in repentance and faith. Lord, thank you for your salvation. Lord, in an hour when resources are scarce, we thank you for giving us our daily bread. We cry to you, provide for our friends, neighbors, and all those hurting in the world. Give supernatural strength and protection and wisdom to the doctors, nurses, caregivers, scientists, government officials, and spiritual leaders that are currently battling the crisis. Lord, thank you for your provision. Lord, I ask you for your forgiveness for sins, hindering my relationship with you. Cleanse me of my unbelief, selfishness, and unrighteous anger. I forgive those who have offended me. We cry for our world to turn to you in repentance. Thank you for your forgiveness. And Lord, do not let us be tempted to live in fear. We can't live in fear, God. We don't want to live in panic or cynicism. Deliver us from the effects of COVID-19. We unite in faith with millions of other Christians around the world. We ask you to eradicate COVID-19 from our planet and bring revival and awakening to the nations of our world. Lord, thank you for delivering us from evil. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you made that prayer with me, say amen right now in the name of Jesus. 
Go to our website, unite714.com, unite714.com, and make, you can actually capture this prayer on my Instagram account, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez. You can share it. We'll have it on our website, likewise, for our church, newseasonworship.org. Pick up the prayer and share it. Hashtag Unite714. Final item of critical importance. Listen carefully. This past week, one of our staff pastors here in Sacramento, in an anticipated manner, <laughs> this amazing man who is a gift to our entire church family passed away. Pastor Jim Fordick departed this planet and entered eternity with our Lord and Savior Jesus just a few days ago. We love Pastor Jim Fordick. Pastor Jim Fordick was the quintessential encourager. After my sermons, I would get a text from Jim Fordick telling me, Pastor Sam, that right there landed. That right there blessed me. That was all me. Never gave up. Resilience, tenacity, perseverance, faith, courage. Even when he battled sickness and illness, he never gave up on God. His faith truly serves as a model to be emulated by Christians in this family and Christians around the globe. Pastor Jim Fordick. Yeah, he's resting in peace. He's in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you a story that I have permission to share. I, I went to the hospital immediately upon hearing of the passing of Pastor Jim. With the restrictions now, Pastor Abe and I were not immediately permitted to visit the family and to say goodbye to the temple. I met Jason, who is a member of our church and part of our security detail, who met me in the lobby. And Jason Fordick looks at me and says the following, Pastor Sam, upon my dad's passing, here's what I did. The first thing I did, I got online and I tithed on his behalf. Who does that? What? Jason saw Pastor Jim's commitment to God and wanted to offer God an offering for his life as a gift in alignment with Jim's commitment to Christ, his church and ministry, the sharing of the gospel of Christ. I lost it. Internally, I looked at my wife and went, what just happened? I want you to hear me. We honor Pastor Jim. I thank Jason for permission for sharing this story. I want you and I to honor the legacy of Pastor Jim Fordick. Yes, in this time of need, I don't want you to make God secondary on your list. I want you to make him your priority. Give your tithing and your offering right now. Give. It's the right thing to do. Don't make God an afterthought. In the midst of this crisis, you align yourself with the perfect word and will of God, and he'll take care of all of your needs according to his riches, which are in glory. But man, if Jason Fordick can tithe on behalf of his father the moment he passed away, it speaks to you and I. It goes way beyond a financial giving of tithe and offerings. What's our priority? Our commitment to God. Do we truly, truly believe what we say, what we read, what we hear? Give right now. 
you could text, go, go on your phone, 77977, 77977, and text NS online, NS online. You can give on PushPay right now, immediately give. We want to track it with this real-time audience. And if you are in the Sacramento, Los Angeles area, and you're a little bit more old school, or you want to drop the offering and the tithing by, pass on by. We have a drive-through service. We have people waiting for you to have to share Holy Communion with you and to receive your tithe and offerings. We want to continue to advance the kingdom of heaven, the body of Christ, the ministry of the church, even in these difficult times and even more than ever before. People need spiritual healing and spiritual ministry. And we provide that with integrity in the name of Jesus. We love you. We bless you. I want to thank you. If you want to get your life right with God, do something right now. Go online and just say, Pastor Sam, can someone pray with me? And we're going to have our online prayer team literally right now as we speak praying with you and praying for you in the name of Jesus. I assure you, your life will never be the same again. Get ready. Your land is about to be healed. Your family, your home, your marriage, your mind, your finances, your health, you are about to experience supernatural healing. Our God is a God who listens to our prayers, who forgives our sins and heals the land. Healing is coming and it can't be stopped. We are his people called by his name. We know how to pray. It's time to see the world change. We love you. We bless you. This Wednesday, we will be live on this page with a midweek Bible study.